is that an X? Is that an O? XO Sports Talk? Yeah, let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to XO Sports Talk. This is our 45th episode. Today, March 31st. Yes, 2022. Thank you for tuning in. Everybody around the world, all over the United States, thank you, thank you for turning in. We're missing one of our brothers today. Emerson won't mm-hmm. be with us. No, he has his duties he has to take care of. We're also hoping that brother Herb will get on here, you know. But the life still goes on. You still got four fantastic brothers here to help you get this sports thing going. How's it going, fellas? All right, all right. Going I'm, quite, I'm quite sure Emerson's somewhere walking down the street, bumping into people saying, I got my swag back. <laughs> <laughs> but Malcolm with the Exo Sports background, Terry dreaming, wishing to be at Augusta. He probably is at Augusta. And my brother, Brian, (laughs) controlling everything from the underground with the Steeler helmet in the background. What do you say, guys? How are you tonight? Hey, how's it going, brother? All right. Everybody's blessed to be here. What's that subscribe button about? Expo Sports Talk would like to thank all our viewers and those listening in for their support. We're currently streaming on all media and podcast platforms. Apple, Spotify, or iHeart, just to name a few. You're watching on YouTube. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button and tap that notification bell. Um, You can also join the live chat to post your comments. If you call in and join in on the discussion, you can do so by dialing the number at the bottom of your screen. For those of you listening in, you can do so by calling 475 221-5006. Again, thank you all for your support. Thank you. And um, before we go any further, um, our hearts go out to the people in the Ukraine. And we hope one day Putin heart is touched to just cut the madness and do the right thing. This is just sad. There's no reason for it. And um, I'll keep my thoughts and opinions to that. Yeah. No, I agree. ML, MLB update, Malcolm, please. Yes, yes. And the Cactus lead, and of course, the Grapefruit lead down in the MLB. The teams are getting together, getting ready for, you know, through spring training, getting the legs together. Right now, we know opening day is uh, April 7th, which is a week away. So, Get ready for the popcorn. Get ready for the fan fest. It's going to be nice coming to baseball. We love our baseball. We, like I said, apple pie, baseball. I tell you, that's what it's all about. You know? <laughs> yes. I love you know, getting it in. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, it's great, great seeing the teams get together. Great to see the owners get together with the players. 
and mm-hmm. settle their differences because that was big. You know, we need it, you know, with the world, things going on in the world today, you know, we need that outlet when it comes to sports, you know, mm-hmm. you have some true, Definitely. some true great players, some true great uh, people out there playing baseball out there, you know, some good athletes yeah. and some good men. Yep. Billionaires, owners and millionaires, players taking too long to reach an agreement. That was pretty sad, but I'm glad baseball is on the way. Yeah, it's the future yeah. of baseball. Yep. There was a lot of money coming in. I mean, with uh, they said the Yankees were not mistaken. The Yankees got like 21 games on Prime this year. Wow. Amazon Prime. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about the money now, you know. Where's yeah. Apple? Apple's coming in, am I right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. It, yeah. it is It is what it is. You know, they're the, getting their money. The famous words in Wall Street movie by Gordon Gecko: greed is good. <laughs> yeah, I just want yeah. some Cracker Jacks. Well, the Yankees <laughs> going to get paid. They're only worth $6 billion. Uh, that's $10, please, for that Cracker Jack. <laughs> you just said the Yankees are worth $6 billion. $6 billion as of two weeks ago, uh, the Forbes 500. Six billion. Wow. Yeah. To um to our listeners out there from Panama to Germany to Canada, we thank you all. Yes. Philippines. The Philippines. Yeah. This is a little tidbit for you. When George Steinbrenner was alive, the owner of the New York Knicks, the owner of he's the same owner of the Rangers at the time owned MSG and he offered George Steinbrenner $500 million to buy the New York Yankees. And he's told George Steinbrenner, you sell me the team for $500 million and I'll give you $5 million a year and you can run the organization however you want. George Steinbrenner told him, mm, no, thank you. I like being called the boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True story. Uh, that I'm going to give you another tidbit, tidbit for the fans out there. Do you know how much George Steinbrenner bought the team for, the Yankees? He bought it from CBS. Yep. He bought it for I think 200, it was 50. No, 230000 No, that's right. how much he put in. No, he put in 14000 of his money. Wow. Only 14,000. I think it was 15. His personal, nope. He had investors. Yeah, the investors put up the majority, but he was the majority stakeholder that only put up around 14 million. 14 million? I mean, 14? 14. It was like 14 million, but Steinbrenner Mm -hmm. put up the less amount of money. Yes. But he was the majority owner. Majority owner, because they wanted him to run it, because he was trying to buy the Cleveland Indians and somehow the swindled the way the Cleveland Indians didn't get sold to him. Because don't forget, he's from Cleveland. And but he had, his, he had his cool. ships in Tampa, though. He had his well, boats and his ships and his crews in Tampa. And that's when he, he, he switched up. And somebody said, hey, you want to buy the Yankees? And Yankees would sell. And, of course, it was a silent you know, thing. They didn't let nobody know. CBS didn't know how to run them. CBS has had executives out there. And the Yankees were basically a rundown team. There were old veterans on the team. And they weren't doing a job back in 73 and 74. You know, well, players, players were marrying each other's wives. It was crazy. Let me ask you yeah. guys, because I don't really know, because this is going back, I guess, further than me. Um, uh-huh. How does CBS wind up owning the Yankees? They had them for years. Oh, my God. That's a good question. I don't know how long they had them, but CBS was big. They had their 
Don't forget they had their publishing. They had their radio, which mm-hmm. is music and sounds. They had their recordings, which is CBS, you know, also. They mm-hmm. were they were actually a distributor. Yeah, I think the owner, the owner at that time wasn't really um no, he wasn't sports, he wasn't sports. He wasn't really a nice person either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he had some um personal issues and uh, issues, and I'll leave it at that. No, I said that I said that wrong, bro. I said that backwards. They bought the Yankees for 11 million. He put 200,000 of his money in there. <laughs> right. He didn't put a lot of his money yeah. into it. He bought it for 11 million, <laughs> but he put 200,000 of his money. Right. And he wrote it. Guess what? The deal got signed on a napkin wow. <laughs> in a restaurant. And, and, they, and they, they approved the deal on a napkin. Go for it back in the day, man. Yeah. A little tidbit of Yankee. I wish I would have put my couple of thousand dollars Woo! in on that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Two hundred thousand he put up. Two hundred thirty thousand. Sure. Uh, sold for eleven million. Give me a half a percentage. Uh, <laughs> That's what you need. Now we saw some good basketball over the weekend from college women for the Final Four. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's now to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Number two UConn versus number one Sanford. Stanford, who was the um, number one seed and number one ranked team throughout the year. Number one, Louisville versus number one, South Carolina. Ah, Mm -hmm. we got a chance to see deja vu all over again. Mm -hmm. This one. Malcolm, start us off. Well, South Carolina was basically number one team all year. Uh, Stanford is the defending champ. Yeah. They won it last year, you know, so it's, I'm looking forward to it. The women's game is exciting. I mean, it's great to see them play ball. It's great to see, you, you know, you got Geno's. I mean, like you said, this was his most trouble year as coach. Cause don't forget he lost his best two players mm-hmm. like for like seven, eight games. He lost uh, his best player for like 14 games. So, I mean, he did a good job in coaching them up, you know, getting them mm-hmm. to where they got to be. But like I said, it's going to be a great final four. And to me, um, I think you know, unless you're asking that later, I think it's gonna be a Yukon uh South Carolina championship game. And I'm gonna give it to South Carolina to win it because they're tough. Mm, interesting. Terry. Yeah, this Stanford Yukon game, uh, it's it's gonna be a good game. Um but Stanford. They, they got a really good player in Haley Jones. Um, she mm-hmm. was the most outstanding player um, in last year's Final Four. Um, she's a triple threat player. She can put up mm-hmm. double-digit points. she give you, like, maybe four assists. But where she really um, makes a major impact on the game is she averages, like, eight rebounds a game as a guard. Um, yeah. And, you know... Playing a game of basketball, you know that when you play championship basketball, you win the games most of the time by getting second chance points. And that's something that I'm not sure that UConn can't prevent, um, especially since they lost um, their senior Big forward girl. in Dorca. Yes. Um, Broke yeah, a wrist, you know, right? Got a fractured wrist. So yeah. Yeah. it's yep. going to be tough. Um, I, it's going to be a nail biter. Again, um, Paige Beckers is in her hometown, so I feel like UConn's going to have an advantage. 
um, crowd-wise. But uh, Paige Becker is going to have to play a perfect game. And even if she does, I just don't see um, UConn pulling this one out because Stanford has a tough defense. Um, I like Stanford in a nail-biter, 78-75. And then on the flip side, this – yeah, I'm gonna give a score. Oh, fan duel, yeah. Hey, look out for that 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 young lady, Asia Asia Fudd. She's a freshman yeah. on UConn. Oh, yeah. She's excellent too. I mean, but yep. Beckett, she came through in that that overtime game against North Carolina State. That was a great mm-hmm. epic game. Oh yeah, double overtime. That was a great epic game. Yeah, yep. and forgot to mention that. I want I want to ask you a quick question, Malcolm. Go ahead, Brian and Terry. Mm-hmm. Would you say Gino should be coach of the year? Starting with um, Brian. Um, you could, but I, I think you have to give it to South Carolina because she's just that team's just been solid all year. They they've been rock solid, man. They um they've been what fifteen and two uh, in their conference and thirty three and two overall. That's going to be hard to overshadow that. So, but he did do a good coaching job with his best players, but he still got some good players on that team. So it's not like he was up without anyone. So, uh, no. Terry. Yeah, I think he's a victim of his own success. Yes. He's Mm -hmm. been so successful that, um, did he do a great job? Yeah. But, um, just because of his success, he's going to – he'll get overlooked. Um, and I, I have to agree with Brian. I think um, Coach Staley should get it. Um, that team is playing some real good basketball. Um, I don't I don't even feel like they've really played their best basketball yet, even though they've been blowing teams out by double digits. Um, they're going to shine this upcoming game and beat Louisville. But uh, I think she should she should get it. Mm-hmm. How about you, Malcolm? I mean, let's be real. All four coaches in the Final Four are good coaches. Yes. Let's be real. Yep. Any one of them could win it. But I agree with the the two brothers. That sister Dawn Staley from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Man, she's a great coach. She's just a great coach. I mean, like you said, Gino's a victim of his own success. You know, so they're gonna always go by that. You know, I mean. 14 straight appearances in the final four. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't care what team you got. 14 straight appearances in the final four. That's what do you think he should be head? I mean, um, coach no. of the year this year. No, I get, I'll give it to Dawn Staley. Okay. Yeah. Brian, uh, yes. your college women final four, please. Uh, well, Stanford, I, I think. The, the Stanford and Connecticut game, I'm looking forward to seeing more than, than men's Final Four, believe it or not, because I think that's going to be a, a great game. Uh, Stanford got Jones and Hall, who can both fill up, put points on the board very quickly. Connecticut, uh, Beckers seemed like she seemed like she got her sea legs back under in that triple overtime game. Double, double, double overtime. Yeah, double. Uh, and you before you seen her, she was kind of running – and it seemed like she was not real sure or hesitant, but it looked like she kind of let it all go in that last game and, and like she felt it. And I'm curious to see if that carries over to the next game. 
So I'm taking Connecticut because I got to take my hometown. I got to take them. And uh, do are we picking for now for the next one as well? Yeah, championship also. Yes. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with South Carolina on that one. Uh, that's going to be a great game too. Um, mm. Yep. Very interesting. For me, I think I'm happy that UConn is in there. Home state, but nothing personal. <laughs> I'm going with Stanford. You understand? All right. Yeah, um, a man told me this once, um, working at Pratt and Whitney, old timer. It was the Houston <clears throat> Rockets playing the Boston Celtics. I know exactly what you're going to say. And <laughs> Rudy Tomjanovich words. All the guys had their money on Houston. And this little man came up with his newspaper boy hat on. And with his down south voice, he said, I'll tell you guys what. I'll take your bet. I'll go with Boston. And you don't even have to put your money up. I'll just come by during the, during the work day. <laughs> if I win, I'll come by and pay everybody. But if you lose, I'm going to come by during the work day <laughs> and I'm going to collect my money. Mm. He said to me, Aaron, would you like to make a bet? I looked at him and I said, mm, no, I think I'm going to stay out of this. He said, okay. And he walked away. Boston won. He walked around that Pratt and Whitney plant and he collected his money. And he came over to me and he said, Aaron, let me tell you something about betting. Never bet with your heart. Always bet with your wallet. And you'll come out on top every time. Sound like words of wisdom right there. Yep. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> so I'm going with Stanford. And I think it's going to be South Carolina. Uh, and I think it's going to be South Carolina. Next to my home state of North Carolina, where my parents were born. Yeah. So I think it's going to be South Carolina and Stanford. Good run, Gino, but not this year. Yeah. I'm going to give uh, Debbie a shout out who is in the chat. As hey, well. Debbie. All right. <laughs> Hi, Thanks for doing it. Yeah. We're going to see who you got to pick for the, for the Welcome four. aboard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, moving over to the men. Well, let's take a look. See here. So we're down to the final four. Number two, Duke versus number eight, North Carolina. Number one, Kansas versus number two, Villanova. Now, it seems to me. I have two of my teams left mm -hmm. for the final four that I picked Carolina and Kansas. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to ride this pony all the way. All right. So we're now down to number two, Duke, number eight, North Carolina, number one, Kansas and number two, Villanova. 
Terry, who do you have playing Monday night for the NCAA um, men's championship? Oh, for the for the championship. Mm. Um, wow. Well, let me this, ask you this, Terry, before you give your answer. Were you surprised to see Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, and Villanova? I had Kansas, um, and that's all I had. Uh, all yeah. I have left. <laughs> yeah. um, that's all I got left. <laughs> that's all I got left, Doc. <laughs> I was surprised. Um, I was. I thought Duke might get there. Um, I was surprised to see North Carolina get there. Um, this is going to be a great matchup. Duke versus North Carolina. First time ever. I think they've met in the Final Four, which is kind of surprising. But uh, I'm going to say Coach K's last year. I think Duke might get some calls mm. that could impact the game. I'm not saying this, uh. this fit, the fix is in. Uh. But um, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But I say Duke <laughs> And um, I'm gonna go Duke in Kansas uh, Monday, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go Duke. I'll be sentimental. I'm gonna go with my heart and hope okay. Coach K goes off. You know. Yeah, evidently you don't have no money on the game the way you sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Malcolm. The only team I got left, I think it's Kansas, I'm pretty sure. Mm. It was tough, man, I tell you. Uh, no, actually, it's Villanova I got left. I mean, I had Gonzaga winning it all, and that went down in flames. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> thanks, Coach Fuchs, Fuse, you know. I mean, you're a good coach, you're a great coach. But right now, to be honest, the best coach in the country is Villanova's coach. I mean, he's an excellent coach. I mean, once Coach K leaves, he's going to take over the reins. I mean, the dude's just a great coach. I mean, I don't believe in Kansas coach because it's Bill Self. He always gets the McDonald All-Americans two or three, and he has all the talent, and he doesn't yeah. make them work hard for it. You know what I mean? And he always puts people in the, in the draft, you know. But he's not a championship coach. I mean... <sighs> now, who am I picking? This is the question. That is the question. Let me get back to it. Let me get back to it. Uh, I'm going to have North Carolina beating Duke, and I'm going to have Villanova beating Kansas, with Villanova winning it all. That's me. Remember, I heard it here first. Villanova winning it all, because I love that coach. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Terry. Are you on Terry what? I want I want to see <laughs> what he's doing. I'm giving him a I'm giving Terry a mulligan. Uh, do okay. you stand on what you said or do you went with your heart? I'm giving you a mulligan, Terry. I don't want you to hit the ball back in the water. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. <laughs> I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh, no. so perfect. See me on that wall. 
and I'm going with Duke again to win it. Uh, he's sticking with it. Yeah. You're sticking with it. Sticking now, with T, it. after I gave you that long sermon about your heart and your wallet, giving you a mulligan. I don't have any money on it, so I'm going to go with my heart, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, Brian. Oh, I am. Well, I got Villanova. I had them in my final four. Mm-hmm. I am going to ride with that. I'm going to take them all the way. I'm going to take Villanova to win it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am happy for Hubert Davis. I did not think North Carolina would get that far. Um, so I am proud of him for that. Uh, yeah, that's a great job. Yeah. Great job by Coach Davis. Real good job. So. I look forward to hopefully them winning that game, but uh, we'll see. And like Malcolm said, Kansas seem to always get all of the All-Americans and uh, players, but they never seem to pan out. I'm actually surprised they made it that far. I think I had Purdue coming out of that that bracket, but that got blown up. But we'll see. But I'm taking Nova. And like Malcolm said, too, that coach is doing a great job with them and the talent that they got at all five position is, is great. They just need a little bit more size, which scares me if they have to play the Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one, but tough, I'm going to ride with them. Well, like I've been saying before, because you guys rag me about my college basketball picks, and this year I'm feeling good because <laughs> oh. I've got two left. <laughs> Kansas who's your, who's your two? And North Kansas and North Carolina. Okay. Well, we will see. But who do you have winning it? What I'm afraid of is North Carolina beat Duke at the last game. ACC championship mm-hmm. at Duke. And the last game in the pavilion. Yeah. I mean, so, at, at Cameron, Cameron Indoor. So I'm afraid of that old cliche saying you win the battle, but I'm you lose the war. The war. And I got a bad feeling that Duke wins against North Carolina. I'm going to go with Villanova taking out Kansas. Mm-hmm. And Mike goes out winning his final game. So you're taking Duke? Taking Duke. to win it Fun all. fact. Fun fact for everyone out there. This is the first time that North Carolina and Duke has met in the tournament ever. I am Ever. shocked by that, man. I mean, shocked. UConn has played North Carolina like three or four times. UConn has played Duke like four times in the tournament. I mean, Jesus. How do you how yeah, did not meet up in at least a Final Four or at yeah. least a Sweet 16 or usually something they, of the sort? Usually they don't like to put them in the same bracket. Bracket. So same one bracket. is the same, same comp. Somebody um, would have to go out west. Yeah. West, south, north, well, east. You're, you're yeah. going to make it where that the only way they can meet is in the final four. In the final four. But you know what I didn't like even back then? Because uh, back then, one of the teams, North Carolina or Duke, they would wind up playing in Wake Forest. Yeah, no, no, they want to play in North Carolina at Greensboro. Yeah, in Greensboro. For the, for Matter of fact, in Greensboro. For the Elite Eight. Yeah, I, like I, was like, I was like, what killed me, <laughs> killed me is, say if UConn was number two in the nation, and Duke was number one or number three, and North Carolina was number two, and they was all up there, top four or five. Yep. They would put UConn in the West. 
Yeah, yeah. Which Jim Calhoun loved it. He says, I love it when we go west. We're lucky out here. I mean, <laughs> but back then you used to actually go west to play. But now yeah. they make you stay for the first round. They make you stay central. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meaning around your area, within your northeast area. They make you yeah. play there. And they used to put Duke, who's in the south, they used to put him in the east. Then we're North Carolina. I'm yeah. like, what is that all about? Keep money. them in the south. <laughs> money. Hold on, the money's in the south. Huh? When They're comes... from the south and the money's in the south. Well, that's where the money is. Yeah, but, but they used to move into the east, is what I'm saying. Well, that's not that far for them to take that ride up 95. Oh, and then, and then they make UConn a number two seed. I'm like, how does that work? Uh-huh. I do hey. remember that back in the day, them playing in I mean, I used to go crazy with the seed. That's oh, yeah. how they, they were, do that seeding. They were the powerhouse for um, Duke, North Carolina, and they had a lot of say of, you know, hey, we're, we're going to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kentucky was there, too. Those were Kentucky, powerhouse teams. Kansas was always Kansas was always get the number one number one seed in the West or the Midwest. It, it, and, because, and UCLA would always get the number one seed in the West or the Midwest. It's like yeah. organized crime, Malcolm. They didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care about the Midwest. Yeah, go ahead. You can have that. But we're we're running over thing, everything over here on this. The South yeah, but you put one East of the Coast. top teams, one of the top teams in the nation in the West. I mean, when they're an East team, I mean, they put them all the way in California. Yeah, yeah. they played in Oakland when the old, the old Oakland Coliseum. Where, where, I mean, not the Coliseum, the old Oakland Stadium where um, uh, the Golden State used to play. They used to play mm-hmm. in that. And that's right next door. You know, I mean, they used to play in. Man, it was just crazy. It yeah, was crazy. So Terry, you have winning. I want to make sure I have this. Duke. Duke. Yep. Okay. Oh, you writing it down. Oh, yeah. Oh, Malcolm, you have. I forget Villanova playing uh, North Carolina. So I got Villanova winning it all. Write it down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Brian. I'm rolling the dice, man. I'm going all the way. I got Villanova. I'm taking them all the way. Look at that guy. Smart man. Yeah. And there'll be a family debate about that. <laughs> uh, he was always Michael Corleone of the family. The consigliere. Yeah. Uh, our, sister, the brains, the brains. our sister Mary was, was Sonny. <laughs> the hothead. Uh, <laughs> And no, I wasn't Fredo. <laughs> oh, Fredo! <laughs> oh. So if you wasn't Michael, and you wasn't <laughs> the sister, you wasn't was Sonny, yeah. who's left? I was, the bastard I was, child? The bastard I was child in Godfather 3? I was Clemenza. <laughs> I Clemenza. ate too much. Clemenza sleeps with the fishes. No, Clemenza didn't sleep with Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi slept with the fishes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Fifty years of the Godfather. Movie incredible. Yeah. yeah. Luca Brasi. Years. And they did not want Al Pacino to play Michael Corleone in that movie. Nope. Top movies ever. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Leave the gun. Get the cannolis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, leave the gun. Take the cannolis. Uh, like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, since it's the 50th anniversary, 
Brian, what's your favorite saying in the movie? What's my favorite saying? Uh, that would be Michael when he tells Fredo, he'll never take sides against the family ever again. That was great. <laughs> oh, and, uh, come on, add a little bit more to it. Oh, I can't act it. Uh, he said, Fredo, he says, Fredo, I love you. my I oldest love you. brother. And I love you. Yep. But don't ever pick sides, pick sides against the family. family ever. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm. Ooh, Jesus, man. I wish you gave me a prep on this one. This one's hitting me hard because I got a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm. When he, oh, God. Well, best scene to me was when Sonny beat, when Sonny beat the crap out of his brother in law, hitting his sister. <laughs> That was a great scene. Oh, that was a great scene. Whoa. Beat him with the garbage can lid. Bit, bit his hand. Bit his hand on the railing. Oh my goodness! And then beat him with the garbage can lid. Thank you very much, Malcolm. Oh. Quote. <laughs> you know, I know you were the best. The best. The best scene. You think about that while you're thinking about. Uh, we'll go yeah. to Terry first. Yeah, move on. Move on, Terry. Yeah. Uh, so the best scene is when. No, you didn't say best scene. You said best quote. Quote. Best quote. Wow. So you guys got to help me out because I don't remember I the exact quote. But when the Godfather told, um, I forget the character, but the actor said, "You're gonna have to, you, you're gonna have to, what do you say, you know, owe me a favor that you can't refuse." I'm gonna yeah. give you a favor you can refuse. Yeah, that was mm, my amazing. favorite scene. No End quote. Yep. That's oh amazing. man, that time may never come. But when it do, <laughs> like I want the lip, you just pay up. That's it. <laughs> uh, definitely. What's I yours, Eric? My my favorite one was the Godfather just left the meeting, and he's in the he's in the limo with Tom yes. going back home. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Tom said, "Now, when I sit down with Bazzini's men, I'm gonna should I make sure that." All of them have a clean record. He said, no, Tatalia. He said, Tatalia's people, that he, they have a clean record. He said, mention it. But Onan says, Bazzini's a man who knows without being told. Mm-hmm. He says, you mm-hmm. mean Tatalia? He said, Tatalia's just a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he could have never outfoxed Santina. I didn't know until tonight that it was Bazzini. Bazzini all the time. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. That was and great. Just it get was Bazzini music. all the time. And uh, the music in that. Uh, oh, in the car room. Oh, da, da, da. man. Uh, yeah. Just a little Godfather 50th anniversary trivia right there, folks. Oh, I got yeah. I got I got I got to get a scene in my head. I'm going to get one before this before we get off of here. Oh, okay. there's plenty, man. <laughs> NBA <laughs> locker room talk Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, man, it's wrapping it up to the almost playoff time. What, two weeks left yep. until playoffs? They said, yeah. what, 14 to 17 games? And, of course, you know, in the West, let's start with the West. Which name? Uh Phoenix is running away with it. You know, they're basically clinched everything. I mean, because the Phoenix, you know, and they're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And of course, in the East, we got Miami still up top doing their thing. And followed by Milwaukee, who's on the heels, mm-hmm. you know, and Milwaukee's playing great ball. I think Milwaukee's basically fine tuning it for, uh, how can you say, 
the, the playoff run. They're getting healthy for the playoff run. Them, Philadelphia. We, like I said, don't forget about uh, well, we said Miami already. And, and in that West, look out for, oh, my God, Memphis. They're 18-2 and two without Ja. And yeah. Ja's a baller. A bunch of young kids, they're going to still have to learn how to win, you know, in the playoffs. The playoffs are a different beast. They change the game mm-hmm. on you. And this is, and let's, I mean, I'm glad he ain't here. How about the most disappointing team of the, of, of the, of the year? The LA Fakers. <laughs> oh my God. They're on life support. Please tell me you posted that picture. I hope you loaded that picture. They're I on life not. support right now. I, I mean, when LeBron and them, man, they're like, we should we shut LeBron down? Man, LeBron shut down about three weeks ago. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I'm playing with these jokers. Got, got, you got Russell uh, shooting the ball behind the backboard. I mean, and AD staying hurt. Street clothes, street clothes AD. <laughs> street clothes Davis not playing. I mean, Emerson, you getting it all. Uh, I'm talking, you getting the milk, everything, bro. Like uh, I said, it's, it's a shame because we're going to miss one of the great talents in basketball not playing the playoffs this year, which is LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a his talent at 30, what, 36, 37? It's incredible. Yeah. Man's averaging, what, 31 points a game? I mean, he's just awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. I mean, he's just probably, I'm going to say this, he's the best all-around <laughs> player I've ever seen in my life. All around. Mm-hmm. Not just the best shooter, not just the best defensive player, not just the best scorer. He's the best all around. That means a guy that can do everything. Mm-hmm. He's a winner. Like I told a friend before we were discussing LeBron when he came in, he was the most hyped up player from high school I've ever seen in my life. They had games that paid $3 million a game that built the gym for his old school. And he mm-hmm. paid for the floor once he became pro. But uh, yeah, with that whole thing and the scrutiny he's been through, I mean, married his high school sweetheart, family man, great brother, great, decent brother, and always catching it. All he had to do was win one championship. People don't realize that. He didn't have to win six. All he had to do was win one championship to validate himself. And he validated that and then some. He has four. I mean, hats off to LeBron James. It's too bad he won't be in the playoffs this year because he can't do it by himself. He ain't got <laughs> enough guns in the bullets. See ya. See Terry. ya. Came- <laughs> Uh, um, like Malcolm said, it's a lot going on in the league um, right now. Miami's looking good. Um, teams are rounding into shape. I, but I, I kind of, I got my eye, especially tonight on this um, Milwaukee and Nets matchup. Um, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, I feel like when they beat the Sixers on Tuesday of this week. It was a statement game. I feel like Giannis came out and made a statement. Um, he had that big block against MB at the end of the game. And uh, on offense, I mean, Sixers didn't have anybody to shut him down. Um, I think when LeBron is gone, uh, you're looking at Giannis being the best player in the league um, down. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. If the Bucks pull off a win in Brooklyn tonight, against the Nets, who have Kyrie and Durant healthy um, and back on the court. Um, I really feel like it's, it's putting a, the Eastern Conference on notice that if you want to get to the NBA Finals, you're going to have to go through Milwaukee. You know, you're going to have to beat them in a the seven-game series. So that's that's what I'm really looking at right now to see if the Bucks can uh, repeat you know, the champion 
can win the championship again. Mm. Brian. Um, I'm going to touch base on uh, Memphis uh, to me. Uh, what they're doing is awesome and shocking at that young stage, the, the way they're playing. Um, just in the Pacific, they are 14 and three. Out in Northwest, they're 10 and six. Southwest, 10 and five. And they beat Milwaukee and uh, the Nets twice. So, the way I'm looking at it, I, I want to ask you guys a question a little bit. Uh, what chances do you give them to win at all? Uh, I'll say from one to 10, what would you say? You ask it first. Uh, we'll go with Terry. Uh, one to 10. Um, 10 being the highest? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like last week. <laughs> it all. You like that, I, huh? Give, yeah. <laughs> I like the way I did uh, that. I'll give him a s- look at the I'll record, look at seven. The seven. Okay. I'll give him a seven. Um, I just don't. I, I don't think they're ready yet to be the team like Phoenix. Okay. They're, they're still young, like Malcolm said. Here. But those are the, the worst teams you want to play because they really don't – they're not supposed to be – if they make it deep in the, in the playoffs, they're not supposed to be there, and they, they really don't care. So they're just playing freely. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. And, and the team we're talking about? Memphis. I give, I, I give Memphis a three. A three? Three. I think they're young. Um, they will have their time if they can stay together. Mm-hmm. If free agency doesn't um, eat up the team and they continue to work together. But right now, I see th- providing Chris Paul can stay healthy. This is Phoenix. This is Phoenix year to okay. go back. Malcolm. I'm going to give them a four chance because like, like brother said, it's Phoenix year. I mean, it's hard to put a put a stamp on it. They're, they're focused and they're coming with vengeance. I mean, mm-hmm. they're truly focused. You got to give it to them. Yeah, they're a great team. They're playing like it and they're playing. Like I said, barring any injury, because you know what happened to CP every playoffs. He gets hurt or whatever, you know. And unfortunately, he gets hurt, but you hope that things pan out for them. So I'm going to Gives it, like I said, a four. Huh? I mean, great team. Ain't their time yet. Ain't their time yet. That's a now, guys, <laughs> uh, Jerry Maguire's, what was in the movie Jerry Maguire? The young man said, show me the money. Show me. <laughs> and Sean Watson said, if you want me to come to Cleveland, show me the money. And Cleveland said, how about $250 million fully guaranteed? I'm gone. Go. <laughs> Where do you want me to be? Drive. Uh, uh, Sean Watson, $250 million man, is the new Cleveland Browns quarterbacks. Some fans are happy, and some fans don't want Deshaun Watson. Guys, is there pressure on Deshaun Watson? Terry. Yeah, of course. I mean, any any time you're the highest paid quarterback in the league, 
gonna be some pressure on you. Uh, with 250 million guaranteed, yeah, there's pressure. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about a young man who basically refused to play for his former team in the Texans. So he's got a lot to prove. He's got, I mean, he's from the what we saw of him before um, he got sidelined. He was a good player. Great, you know, and showed showed um, at times some greatness in his play. So there's going to be pressure on him to come out mm. and prove that he's worth that money. Um, that um, it was worth Cleveland making a trade for him. Right. Malcolm. And you're asking, was he worth the money? Or what are we asking? Is there pressure on him? Oh, of course there is. Are you kidding? <laughs> Immense pressure. I mean, he's going to get paid a guaranteed $230 million, the biggest contract of anybody ever in football. All right? Pressure, bro, he got to lead them to the promised land. He got to be Moses. I'm telling you right now. Because he ain't coming with they, – they, man, they, they put all their eggs in one basket. They put them all in that basket. Says we riding on you. We don't care what your allegations are or whatever heals you when it comes to this or, or coming up with this civil suit or whatever. We don't even care. We want you on this field. He's an immense talent. We know that. Mm-hmm. Your brother can ball. He can ball. You know, so good luck. Brian. Yeah. And um, absolutely, there's going to be pressure on him. Um, there was pressure on Baker, and he didn't provide so there's more pressure on Doshan to come in and they're going to look at him to lift this team and hopefully like Terry said last time we did see him play we know he is a, an amazing talent so um, definitely there's going to be pressure on him um, you just hope that well one thing I will say in sports winning cures everything so if he can win to keep it all quiet. If you lose, it doesn't matter. It comes heavy. So yeah. let's not forget these. These aren't and just any fans. Cleveland dog pound. Yeah. 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 You don't live in. You don't live in. Cincinnati. You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. <laughs> no, I act like it. Um, my my feelings is this with the Sean. You went for two hundred and fifty million dollars. Fine, happy for you. Two thirty. They f- they fully guaranteed the money. Mm-hmm. But the fans, I was surprised that some of them still believe in Baker Mayfield. Well, I mean, not to take. And if you I get off, take, oh, go ahead. If he and here's the thing, I believe he's going to get suspended by the league. He's going to get suspended, I believe, maybe four to six games. The league may be even more harsh and say eight games. For the simple fact, the Cleveland Browns, his contract this year is only a million dollars. And that is not sitting well with a lot of owners. Because you know this young man is going to get suspended and you're saying, we don't care. We're going to look out for him. We're going to make sure he gets majority of his $250 million. And we won't know. 
in the court of law, he was found. They couldn't get a grand jury to indict him. Civil lawsuit is totally different. Everything's out there. I got mixed emotions on that. But we're not going to touch that and we'll let it go from there. But I think if he is suspended for four games, you got Bissett coming in as the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if if he, if Deshaun Watson can't come in and save that team and get them to the playoffs, the fans can get nasty. And so we'll see what happens. Uh, where do you think Baker Mayfield is going to land? Terry. Um, I, I can't answer that right now. Um, just based off his performance last year, let's not forget, um, coming off shoulder surgery. I think this is a situation where you kind of have to wait and see, um, if you get one of the starting quarterbacks in the league gets hurt, you know, season, uh, season ending, uh, injury. And I think then he'll be moved. Mm. Malcolm it's tough to call right now but I'm going to give a shout out to maybe maybe you'll go to Carolina maybe mm. maybe not it depends on how bad let's see what it is you go through training camps and you never know somebody might blow a Achilles uh-huh. or blow a knee in training camp a quarterback a starter and they're going to say hey we need somebody let's get that Sam Bradford guy back out here who made all his money and um that's to my to me. That's who Baker Mayfield around me of Sam Bradford, you know. But but think about it, Sam Bradford got paid. So and but somebody's gonna need a quarterback whether they throw out their shoulder, throw out the injury, and they don't want to kill his season. Yep. They'll call for Baker, Brian. And that's the only way I see that playing out because if I'm another team, I'm Cleveland is in a tough spot. If they're not gonna. I don't see him being on the roster because it seemed like they want to get rid of him because of uh, Deshaun being there. Other teams, I would just wait till they cut him. Do what you have to do. But I'm not going to give you no picks for him. I'm not doing that. For somebody I know they they want to get rid of, no, I'm not giving you anything. So I would sit back and wait. Like Malcolm said, unless somebody gets hurt in training camp or something like that, that's the only way I see him actually moving somewhere. If I'm if if I'm Baker Mayfield, I would just be cool, and I wouldn't open my mouth right now. See if um, what you call it gets suspended, because right now you are having surgery done. See if uh, Deshaun Watson gets suspended and come in there and win a few games. But you got Brissett. Yeah, they picked they, they, they wanna, for that. Because you wouldn't want to start Baker think, and then say if Baker I, go on a four-game winning streak and Deshaun, what are you going to do? Take him out? And they knew what they did when they signed Brissett. They knew what they did when they signed Brissett. They signed Brissett, but they got rid of Case Keenum because they needed a draft pick. Because they have no number one draft pick. But that's what I'm saying. I, so Brissett is not going to win you anything. But you're not going to put Baker out there to win because if he starts winning, then you're in a bad predicament because then you're going to have to pull him out to, to put Watson back in after he comes off yeah. the suspension. 
So you, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're not going to want, you can't play them. They can't. <laughs> yeah. And plus, and I mean, he's going to have to, rest- they're going to have to restructure his con- contract because he's due like what, 18 mil? Yep. And they can't just cut him because they're going to have to eat it. So they're going to eat the, something. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> like the best hope shit. is they restructure that contract. Um, and like I said, you, you get a team that's willing to take them, especially if that team starting quarterback gets hurt. Okay. I don't even know if you want him around because he doesn't want to be on the team. It seems like right now, so I don't see why you would keep him. Bye. Yeah, they're, they're holding on to him. I don't know why, but they, they, give, they, 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 they think they want money. They think they're they not going to trade nothing. Nope. Well, here's the thing, Malcolm. Vultures are at the door, and they're not knocking because they know you got to throw that that meat out the door. Exactly. Yep. That's what I'm saying. If I'm a team, so, I'm waiting. Not, but if they um, blow that, if, if a team blow their quarterback's knee or something, they coming can. for him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're gonna they're gonna play the weight game. They got yeah. number time. They still yeah. gotta pay him. Uh-huh. They play the weight game. Okay. The Miami Dolphins have made a big splash trading for Tyreek Hill, but are the Miami Dolphins ready to contend to win the division? Terry. Um. I say yeah. Why not? Um, you, you, you're in a division or where um, Tom Brady is no longer in the in your division, in the AFC. Um, you see that now Kansas City minus one of uh, Mahomes' favorite targets, Tyreek Hill, is now gone. Um, to me, the AFC is, is, is wide open. Um, it, it seems like the Dolphins made some moves and they could, they could get to the AFC championship game. Why not? Mm. Malcolm. No, they're not making it. They will contend and probably win a division, but they will not be in the AFC championship. You have the bills. Who's loaded. Let's go with that whole AFC West, Las Vegas, Kansas city Uh and Denver all got top quarterbacks along with, um, who else is the uh, fourth team in there? Las Vegas, Kansas City, Denver. Hubert. San Diego. San, San, no, San Diego. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. No, they're not called the Are Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. I'm sorry, Los Angeles Chargers. No, I he's on my west. Okay. Los Angeles Chargers in the West. That whole division is going to beat each other up. And the survival of the fit is coming out of that division. All right. And they're not going to be either one of them teams coming in the playoffs if they're healthy. And all the cylinders are working because they all made great moves. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tariq Hill is huge. Huge package. And and my my brother right here, Aaron, said that, uh, of course, which is no no doubt, Kansas City lost a lot with Tariq. He's a special player. You're right. But guess what? They picked up Juju and they picked up uh, Skandrick from Green Bay. You know, they're picking pieces up. And I guarantee you they're going to pick a receiver in the first round. I can see them trading up. They got two first-round picks, which is the 29th and the 30th pick. I can see them trading up and giving up one of their second round. They got Kansas City is loaded with picks this year. Two firsts, two seconds, two thirds, two fourths. They're loaded. So they're right now gearing up the, the reload with some young stock and get some people on that team. And when you got a quarterback like Mahomes who just throws you open, he's a great quarterback. He throws you open. So once they get in chemistry with him, it's a done deal. Ryan. 
uh, Miami, I can see them winning the division, maybe, or fighting for that division. But as Malcolm was saying, getting further than that is going to be tough because there's so many great teams and quarterbacks in the AFC now. Just overnight, that the whole AFC is just loaded with star quarterbacks. But they do have a good team um, on paper. Once again, we see how that played out in Cleveland. So we just have to see how they do. But uh, if they win the division, I think that's a good starting point. Can I ask the panel a question? Yes. Go for it. Is Tua better than the Bills quarterback, Josh? No. No. Is Tua better than Car- um, Carr from um, Las Vegas? No. Is Tua better than Wilson? No. Is Tua better than Mahomes? No. Is Tua better than um, Los Angeles Charger quarterback? Um, what's my man name? I keep forgetting his name. Herbert. Herbert. Is he better? Herbert. No. So I can't see them getting to, they'll get to the playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah. They're going to win a division. I say it's up for grabs. I, I say no. I get there. No. No. Just want to get to the dance. <laughs> I think um, here's the only problem. Just like you said earlier, Malcolm, there's so much talent in the AFC West that they're going to mm-hmm. beat each other up. Yes. So by beating each other up, you're only going to get two out of that. Two, maybe three. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe no. three. It would be hard because it's been the, done only, before. the only one that's going to have an easy record, I mean, easy schedule coming out, it's going to probably be San Diego. And no San Diego no more. Los Angeles Chargers. Because, I mean, I you know, I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it's hard. It's hard, brother. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard, brother. Yeah, I, I just. Let them go. For go. so many years. <laughs> so Let them go. Decades. Let them go. But, um, San Diego is a beautiful Angeles, city. Los beautiful. Angeles Chargers are going to have the weakest schedule. So that puts them, to me, that puts them up there to either get a wild card or win the division. The Raiders, it to me with the Raiders, everything. If you don't straighten out them with penalties, which no head coach has been able to do, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have faith in the Raiders at all. So, and to me, losing for uh, Tyreek Hill is that special player, yeah, and. I think Miami, it's all going to come down to Tua. Can Tua drive the car or will he crash the car? Stay healthy Can he first. make the big play with Tyreek to scare a defensive coordinator? Or is a defensive coordinator going to say, yeah, you've got Tyreek, but you know what? Kid, you don't have it. 10 yards slant could scare you. Brother man, yeah. you know who had the worst worst record in that division in the West last year? Denver did. They were seven and ten. They got the best schedule. Then the well, then then the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, they're still going to be up there. Yeah, they're yeah. going to beat each other up. Like I said, yeah. they're going to yeah. beat each other up. Yep, definitely. Guys, um, before we go, let's give a shout out to Bruce Aaron stepping down as the Tampa Bay. Buccaneers head coach and the defensive coordinator Todd Bowles 
is now going to step in to be the head coach who had a dismal time when he was the head coach of the New York Jets. So kudos to Todd Bowles becoming the head football coach of Tampa yes. Bay. And yeah. so yes, congratulations. Bruce Aarons. I'm happy for him, but it's like a it's you a short the ride. and you don't turn the fan on. <laughs> something don't smell right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be well, keeping our say. eyes open the window. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't you guys, right. you guys go into that stall uh, and yeah. tell me about it. I'm not going in here. Open the window. But um, before we go, you know, again, our hearts go out to the people in the Ukraine. And let's hope and pray that this war is over soon because this is just total madness. Yes. And I, I, words cannot describe it. Just looking at it on the news, how sick, sick it is. But uh, the, the people in the Ukraine... <laughs> Those are some tough cookies. <laughs> no, tougher than Chris Rock. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Malcolm. Will send us what you got for us. Send us home. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for uh tuning in to Axel uh, Sports. Please, please tell a friend, tell a family member, tell everybody to tune in next week. We love having you. Please tell them about all the past. Uh you can get through all our streaming networks. You know, uh, Spotify, uh, you name them. <laughs> iHeartRadio, it's all on all those streaming platforms. We love love having you. Thank you for tuning in. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, God night bless. everybody. Um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see get you next week. Swaggy, yeah. swaggy. <laughs> on M. Uh, I'm trying to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man.